Hello and welcome to the Top Red podcast with me, Dave. Um, this week I'm just joined by Shane because Josh has decided he can't get his arse in gear and is still in Liverpool. How's it going, Shane? I'm good now. I'm slightly suspicious of the fact that you and Josh finally had a meet-up and then Josh has mysteriously disappeared. Uh, makes me wonder what would have happened had I attended that, that fateful day. But, uh... well, do, you remember, do you remember when Conor McGregor came over for the Grand National and he was like stuck in Liverpool for about three days off his tit? Yeah, there was videos Standing of on top of cars and stuff like that. Yeah, and turning up in house parties, father yeah, and bastard children. So, so that's what yeah. Josh is up to. Okay. Yeah. He's in okay. top of it, So That's just yeah. a Liverpool experience, I guess. Yeah, yeah, with Curtis Jones and everyone right from around Toki. Okay, yeah. In the in the shooting gaffs. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe Josh is just celebrating the, the week that was the of the FA Cup victory over City. Through to the semi-finals as well of the Champions League, which we expected, but yeah, no. good, 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 good little week for for the lad. Yeah, well, not since it's the Saint Metropolitan Borough of Merseyside is our Toki. So okay. yeah, once you go Toki, you never go back. Obviously, hopefully, we'll have Josh out of Toxteth for next Monday. Whether or not you'll be a shame, we don't know. It's a bit of a yeah. I'm I'm, st- at the I'm, I'm, st- I'm still here. Uh, this week we we get our well, yeah. This week, this week we we know we have a, a more of a roadmap. We find out this week, so um, yeah, that'll make make it the most of my freedom by recording a a podcast for our our dozens of fans. <laughs> Responsibilities, gotta love it. Anyway, everyone yeah. at yeah. Um, after Liverpool got a 3-2 victory over Manchester City at Wembley. For those Manchester City fans that did attend. Oh, I, I don't think we're going to go into that. We'll probably get called classist or something along those lines. But, um, yeah, we finally got a win. I think I might be a bit of a jinx, because I think that the only times I've gone to see us against City at Wembley, we've lost every single time. And didn't go to this one and we won. It was only two other times, wasn't it? League Cup final and League Charity final Shield. And Charity Shield, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose, yeah, that was, well, League Cup was a different era, almost. And then Charity Shield was just a draw, wasn't it? So, uh, actually, yeah, they were both draws. We actually never both lost draws, them. Yeah, yeah we actually never, never lost to them. But, uh, Willie Caballero. Yeah, we... Stefan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking hell. Uh, we reaped the rewards anyway of... Of uh, of the softer Champions League draw allowed us to to rotate against Benfica, and then we were able to go full strength. He uh, Matip Matip played twice, so we figured he wouldn't play three in a week. And it's big, big, big shout for Konata. Even City were without like five first teamers. You could say it was uh, it was nice of him to not play Ederson. Uh, he probably he probably didn't need rotating, but uh, yeah, some of the other. Changes um, made for less of a tight, even, frantic game and more. Just we were able to overwhelm them early. Uh, they only had one shot. Do you remember? They, like, their only chance was early on. They they kind of cut through us a little bit and Grealish had a block shot. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a good first half. Kind of throwback, wasn't it, to the way we used to overwhelm Pep in the early days and well, yeah, get up a good lead. Last week, though, wasn't it? It, it was like we, we've morphed into this kind of Pep-ish team. <laughs> Yeah, we're playing his game more now, and and he he kind of has the edge, um, but it's made us better at like accumulating points in the league. So it's yeah. yeah. Uh, what did you think of the the lineups then when they? Well, I saw theirs. I I, I wasn't expecting Stefan in goal. I think he. I mean, he is the cup goalkeeper, isn't he? But um, I wasn't really expecting that. Obviously, with the Walker out, they had to bring Zinchenko in, who. Isn't normally as absolutely fucking horrendous as he was. Um, yeah, he looked like a lad who hadn't played much this season. Um, because Cancelo never, never doesn't play. Like Cancelo always plays. It seems like every game for them. Oh, well, uh, yeah. yeah. When he moved Cancelo to the right, he actually looked like he struggled to defend. Like I, I mean, yeah, he, he doesn't. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a ten out of ten defender. I mean, he's no, he's definitely just, not. Just average, but 
he got me to look and not a full by by Diaz a good few times. Um, yeah. But mind you, I think Diaz is kind of doing that to quite a few defenders at the minute. But um, yeah, it, it, it comes with the the good old um, time worn caveat of if it was Trent. I'm sure it'll be plastered all over Twitter. Um, some of the things that Diaz was doing soon, but yeah, yeah, he, um, the the lineups was he, 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 I think he he went with that four two three one again, didn't he? With Grealish in the kind of De Bruyne role, he was like, central. Like yeah, because because that's how he pops up for that first chance because he, he was some yeah. kind of central, and it was like a double pivot of like. Bernardo and yeah. Fernandinho, and like like Bernard, Bernardo was doing what he did at the in the league game. He was like almost taking the ball off the keeper in their own six yard box. Um, yeah. And I actually, I think that suits us. Bernardo being dropped deep more because uh, I suppose we we got the the Twitter dream midfield of for me, the NFT midfield. I've seen the it NFT called which, midfield, which, yeah. which, which is great to be fair. Because uh, if there's one thing that yeah, they 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 cannot be funged this midfield. Um, but yeah, it it matched up Keita directly with Bernardo, and Keita had like, I'd say like his best game defensively. At least he nicked it off him twice really nicely. Um, I think I think like cause I, I talked before about how I worry about Keita against if he's against like a Kante or a Kovacic, someone who's like very physically impressive as well can like carry the ball. I, I'd sometimes worry about him, even though he was fine in the League Cup final, but. Uh, Bernardo is just like a perfect matchup for him because Bernardo's not going to overwhelm him physically and isn't going to outpace him either. So they kind of he's like he's like a relentless pressing machine, Bernardo. But uh, he had like one of the worst games I've seen him have against us. And Keita first half was just all over him and just had a great game in general. Uh, so so that worked out nicely and hopefully Pep doesn't learn from that. Uh, Fernandinho was peak fucking Fernandinho. Just oh. like he just. He just kicks Thiago when Thiago turns him in our own half and doesn't get a yellow. And he kicked Diaz out on the touchline and like, yeah, just, yeah. And, and so that, that gave him carte blanche then to just fucking crunch man in the second half. Uh, at least it looked like he pulled something when he, when he hit that, sh- that deflected <laughs> shot over the bar at the end. Did you remember the chance? Yeah, Firmino just like kind of walked past. Firmino knew he was done, so he just like walked past him and still didn't finish the chance. But um, yeah, it was... Yeah, and just they, they were weak in general. Like I said, Cancelo suddenly looks a lot more normal out on the right. You know, a bit like how Milner was our extra midfielder in sixteen seventeen. Cancelo does that for them, except obviously a bit more dynamic and, and better than Milner. But uh, yeah, Diaz Diaz had another game at Wembley where he was man in the match contention. Like the pundits were gushing over him at halftime. They were like, they couldn't believe how like skillful this guy is, and yet. It's without him ever really threatening to score, or like, so he is—he is, he is yeah, really—he yeah. is our hazard now, isn't he? Where he's he just, the outlet, isn't he? Yeah, he—he's our hazard. He like—he doesn't need to. It's just, I suppose, weird for us. We were used to our midfielders being our, our wide, our wingers being defined by the goals and the assists, but he just—and and it's why you'd want to pick him against all games against City because he, the work that he does, even just defensively in the middle third, uh, he just helps the team retain possession really well even if he doesn't offer the same threat but you get enough of that from from Mane and I, I guess Salah when he's not looking as spent as he is at the moment but um, yeah it was uh, it, it makes you think where like, would you would you want Keita now ahead of Henderson in a potential final against City and what about Konate and Matip I think it threw up loads of interesting things for us even if it was against a, a weaker than usual City yeah I mean as, as you were saying with Diaz the good thing about them though is that I think a lot of the time Chelsea were kind of over reliant on Hazard to get them out of situations. Mm. With, with Diaz, I, I guess it's also having the benefit of the the other threats in Salah and and Mane. Not that, to be honest, Hazard played with complete slouches his entire time at Chelsea. Don't get me wrong, he had seasons where he did, but mm. um, he, he he's not constantly demanding the ball. He's not coming out of position all the time to demand the ball and he's actually staying out wide it's probably that kind of physical presence he has because he is able to win those physical duels with the more direct passes where he doesn't have to drop in he's confident enough um staying further up the pitch to win the ball um and he has that on you i mean i don't know what it is that these analytics guys look at um in our air conditioned office back at kirby 
but it's it, it's absolutely bizarre how we find these these attackers who, I mean, don't look the most physically diminutive players in the world. Like Jota's another one, Thiago, you know, is even another one, and they're bizarrely good in physical duels and winning the ball mm. in the air. It's really weird. Yeah. Um. I I guess that helps with. Klopp not needing because obviously to play this style of football you need kind of athletic freaks really we don't need big barely grocks in centre midfield we can afford to have these technical players because they are good at winning duels like Thiago is like Cater can yeah. be he's pretty inconsistent with the Cater because it feels like he does shit out of quite a bit at times mm. um, he's, he at least he compensates by being aggressive and proactive well always, yeah always, always looking to press you know he's really he's... good pressing but when it comes to duels i would say mm. he's good at nicking the ball and intercepting but when it comes yeah. to tackling i think that's that's the difference between tackling and intercepting he's really yeah. good at intercepting but tackling yeah like front foot, defend, front foot defending as opposed to back foot defending yeah yeah like whereas yeah. Right, yeah, it's like he the the worst aspect of Keita is like where he gets skinned twice against Atletico and it leads to two goals. But that was just where they were kind of got on top of us a little bit. But uh, he, like because he probably is Keita in his current form, whatever about what he was like when we got him before all the the injuries. He is he is like by a distance probably like the physically meekest player in the team. Mm-hmm. Like along with like Elliot, who's like a child and he's tiny. Um, but he like he still has the technical. Like I say, he's still tactically he's he's aggressive enough to like to dominate Bernardo like in that in that game, and then he has like the quality to play through balls still, and uh likes likes a shot from range as well. He's at he's kind of oh, I love a shot from range, Yeah, and I I also don't mind it as a bit of variation because someone in the team, I think you need at least one who can threaten a little bit in this modern fucking game theory football like game theory state of football where it's just like never shoot from long range i think it's like mm. that, that, that was always ox's great thing ox could could give you that at least because then that in turn opens up space elsewhere when you have someone who can threaten for long range Ger- gerard made a whole career out of it was people feared his long range shooting and he used it to play like really clever one two passes around the box so uh yeah Keita's still it shows he's still he's still uh got the got the quality to to be good in these in these highest level games and and even the fact that Henderson looks great as a sub as well makes it even more tempting to to maybe make that NFT midfield. Like, if we had Champions League final tomorrow, there's no way Henderson doesn't start. But, you know, uh, it's food for thought for, for Klopp anyway. Uh, we've United coming on Tuesday, so with Kate having done two games in a row, you'll assume he'll drop out. Um, yeah, and, and like I said, we still have options. Like, Henderson come in, we have Jones. Uh, Elliot, we haven't seen in a while, but he's there. Um, yeah, and uh, Konate as well. I suppose we haven't mentioned him yet. Fucking three and three now. He's just yeah. He just fuck. He's like a rugby player or an, even an NFL player. He just like he's rugby. he's fucking massive. If you look at the you know if you look at photos of him, obviously he did the good old Attack on Titan um, <laughs> celebration. The big fucking yeah. weeb. <laughs> we weeboo. It's weeboo. This is yeah weeboo. Yeah fucking weeboo. weeboo. Um, but you can see there's a photo of him, and you know, like the the logos on the shirt. Obviously, they're like a standard size, regardless of the shirt that you get. And you can see, like, they're just kind of dwarfed by the amount of material on yeah. the shirt. He must wear like three XL. His shirt is huge. Like he's, he's it, it is it is crazy. It, it is crazy, and yet he's still so he moves so well, and yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's and he's good technically, and he's. He's adapting, I still, I think, still to the to the high line. That's the only like room for improvement. But he's had like enough good games this season where if he's starting, quote unquote, a Champions League final tomorrow or the FA final, you're you're backing him, you know. And he's now he's got this his threat from set pieces, which like Van Dyke, if you're that much physically dominant over anyone else, you kind of should have it, you know. And it's great to see him actually because it's it's he he bulldozes Grealish and Jesus, I think it is, and then. Ake is like barely six foot. He has a good leap, but he gets nowhere near him because Konate, on top of everything else, like Van Dyke has this insane leap. So when you see it like that, it just looks unstoppable. Um, and yeah, it's it, it is crazy how big he is because he is the height. He's almost the height of Van Dyke, but he's even he's even bigger, like broader, thicker than it's. Yeah, he's 
it is like uh it's kind of crazy to think we got him at the price we did looking back at it you know with so many of our signs you're like how is there not more competition for this guy? Like, up Meccano is the one that goes well, to... That, that, that was the crazy thing with that. when I was watching Leipzig. It was always Canate that stood out. Up Meccano got the hype, didn't he? But, but, I, yeah, I think Up Meccano got the hype because of how good he was on the ball. He, and he uh, was the one I always heard about. I never heard about Canate. Well, he, he, he was better on FIFA and Football Manager. I, I think that does, as much as people probably don't claim it does, I think that does play a part in things. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. But... At the actual the de- de- defending kind of thing, um, I I always thought Canate was quite comfortably better. But as you were saying about him adapting to the high line and stuff, I mean this is a guy that has played in a three, at the highest level he's played at. Like he isn't even used to playing at a two, up until this season really. And um, it's no ordinary two either. It's the fucking well, yeah. the ultimate high wire act of being in a two. Like there is no more, like City do the high line as well, but uh. Their their system offers them a lot more control and protection, whereas our lads are fucking like Madam and Van Dyke were fighting for their lives in the league game. Again, mm-hmm. that's where the high line was going wrong. But there's no surrender, you know. It's if anything, we'll we'll just keep pushing up, you know. It's we just double down on it, and uh, yeah, to be to make it in that like to not get like horribly exposed or to look really to not look really bad in that in your first year as a be still he's still pretty much a kid in centre half terms. It's uh, it's seriously promising. Yeah, I, I, I just think um, with a lot of these players, you know, like the young lads that we get in f- from from abroad, I just really do hope we get like a, a French mate for him in the summer, like somebody that he can. <laughs> pal he's up got, with. Yeah, he's got a few French speakers anyway. With uh, yeah, yeah, we we've got French speakers like Mane and um, and Kate and stuff, and I've, I've, I'm sure having an influence like Mane as a bit of a older brother figure is. Yeah, and even like Konate, I, I think Konate he. I forget. I think he qualifies. It's either Mali or Senegal. Mali. You know, like he's so like they have like like a West African kind of thing. He's I think he's Muslim as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So like you know, just I think he's I think he's got mates in that sense. Um, you know, if if you're getting a French one in, like it could still be like a a guy who wouldn't have as much in common with them as he would with with the two lads. But um, yeah, and even like you know, there's there's other Muslims in the squad as well. So, but yeah, it's uh. If we were to go after a French guy, there's enough. There's enough talented ones. Oh, you've yeah, got Nkunku, haven't you? Yeah, that's... if one of the front three goes in the summer. Yeah, or there was the Adiemi links as well. I don't even oh, know how you pronounce them. Yeah, but... Um, yeah um... but I mean, talking about the front three, though, I think we need to give um, Sadio Mane some flowers. I think a lot of yeah. people have on Twitter and after the match, like, but. Uh, I, I, I've been, I've been, I've been having a go at him for not looking the same physically, even if his output's still been good. Um, uh, yeah, he like, and he, and he still isn't as, because even when footage of from like eighteen, nineteen, twenty pops up on Twitter, and you do see that he look like, you know, you, you like you do see the difference in there because back then that was like his proper peak when he was, because the goal he scored, uh, the first goal he scored where he tackled Stefan, it was like. It was like the uh, the only other one he scored like that was against Kepa at Stamford Bridge. Do you remember? But like that was one where he lost the ball and the speed he closed Kepa down at like just kind of shocked him. Whereas like Kepa, I thought didn't do too much wrong. It was just like uh, or he like he wasn't like it wasn't so much. It wasn't as terrible as Stefan's. Like Stefan's one was just I don't even just, know what he was doing. Is the ball, his first touch like killed it dead? And then when you're watching the slow mo replay, he's like he's like looking for the ball without he's like looking out left where he wants to pass and he's trying to find the ball with his feet and he can't and I don't even think he gets he barely gets a second touch before a man is on top of him and that was what we were saying like how Ederson like the closest you'll ever get to an Ederson mistake like that was in the league game where maybe if Jota committed a little bit more he would have caught him out but you know Ederson that's like it just wouldn't happen with him and that's why I kind of rammed home how important he is for for City and how they 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 build up, but yeah, it was fucking horrendous, and it's the kind of thing I'd always fear happening to Kelleher, because mm. Kelleher is like so calm in possession. But Allison was Allison was showing fucking solidarity in the first half the way he I was know, giving yeah. it away again. Yeah. He was, and uh, typical Allison. Then he redeems the second half with like a huge save against <laughs> Jesus. That's that's been like his fucking season in a nutshell almost. But um, yeah, it was uh, yeah the Stefan thing was crazy, and then we. So yeah, Conrad is the first goal. That's the second one, and then the third one was uh, pretty, pretty incredible. 
Yeah, the um, the initial ball out from Trent is just like he volleys it, doesn't he? Or half volleys it. Fucking, that's ridiculous. And then Diaz kills it, just like like it's a computer as game. Does. Yeah, as he yeah. Does. And yeah, they just recycle Robert it really comes well. in with the shot, the flex. I think Diaz gives it off to Thiago, who one twos with Trent, who somehow ended up on the edge of the box. Yeah, and, and then Mane just slams it. Like you should never be. A, I don't even. I don't know because there wasn't any XG that I could see for Evan Cup. That couldn't have been much at all. It was just no. he caught it cleanly, and you'd look at Stefan, kind of not great, but I, I could see Ederson letting that one in just because. No, was... I, I don't think you can blame the goalie on that one. It, it like yeah, it, people want it because it's near post, but like he slices it away from him. Like he's got to watch the the spin the on fire the fire post. And stuff. Yeah, because. Yeah, because even like man is shaping like he's gonna cut across it to the fire yeah, post, yeah. or yeah, it could go anywhere. And does the speed he gets on it is ridiculous. And it was just, it was all like that kind of pretty flowery build up, but then it still it results in a like a ridiculous strike with like insane technique. And I was just like, yeah, man is, he's like he he gets the goal in the league game as well. You know, he's still the man. You know, even whatever about uh, me giving out about. Ain't what he used to be, you know. He's still, he's still pretty high level. And for all the, I've been saying, I wanted to see Firmino in the team. Maybe with, maybe Diaz and Firmino. I don't know. Maybe there's not enough of a goal threat there between the two of them. I could be wrong, especially with Salah not looking a bit diminished. So, Mane is just yeah picking up the slack big time. And uh, yeah, it's ten goals he has now against City as well. Uh, I think I don't know if that's for us or his career because I know he got a hat trick against them. I think the For issue I was speaking with people saying he's finished was not. I I don't think I I probably didn't didn't vocalize it too well. It 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 was more that. I he has obviously regressed physically, but I think regardless of whether he has, he's still got enough there. I mean, to move from the highest of highs that he's that he's regressing. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. there is that, but it it's also. I mean, I looked at it relative to Jota's season. For example, and Jota's having this amazing season, and this isn't to completely discredit Jota or or belittle Jota's season that he's having, but that is the kind of standards that we're talking about, isn't it? Like Jota's mm. having a season of his career, whereas Manny's having, I would say, his second worst because I think he was he was a lot worse last season. Um, but to move him centrally, um, is something that I think we advocated for before it actually happens as well, mm. um, just to see. Because he did, he played there in the past, and he has looked a threat there. He's two footed. His movements in the box is excellent. He's good in the air. Mm. Um, but I, I, th- I think it was that that I, I saw that he could move elsewhere in the team and still provide. I, I think basically we were using him as a bit of a square peg, expecting him to be what he was, and mm. he just kind of isn't anymore. Um, we've got a player in Diaz who is what he used to be because Mane used to be able to be that kind of physical wide outlet. Um, where I mean, he was doing that at the Alliance, wasn't he? Like we were just hitting along to Mane. Obviously, he scores a goal exactly like that, where Van Dijk just pings it to the other end of the pitch, and Mane. Oh yeah, it's, it's, that's that, that's probably the most absurd goal of his career because yeah, the, it's the touch, the turn, the finish, like. Just one of those components on their own are like breathtaking to do all three of them in like a few seconds is just yeah it's un it's unstoppable like like I those are the kind of goals if my team can see them they piss me off not like the mistakes like the ones where you can do you, it's you can't do you can't do anything you're helpless yeah yeah because this guy is just too good like they're disgusting goals to have go against you because it's like ugh, why can't you do that against someone else like why do you have to do that like, in this um, game? Remember Matter's goal against us, the overhead kick? Yeah. At Anfield. And it was just like, are you taking the piss? Like, why? Why now? Why, yeah. why does he have to do that now? Yeah. <laughs> the only, only thing of note he ever did in his fucking career that game was the double. Yeah. I swear he's, I swear he's been there for like eight years, Matt. And like, he's never done anything. I feel like he's never done anything for him. That was it. That was like the... The height of it. He just like he's just been in semi retirement for five years, it feels like. Yeah, I don't know. No. Maybe we'll see the cunt again on Tuesday, but Well, he, I think he's been doing more of his charity work, which, you know, hats off to the guy, but you know Yeah, yeah, no. Part time footballer pretty much for the last few yeah, years. Yeah, I suppose it, it balances out taking a paycheck from Manchester United, so you know, it's <laughs> he, he 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 levels it out that way. But yeah, that that was the uh the eventful first half against City and then 
we kind of let them back into it. And, and I wonder, is that like a like if we if we'd beaten them three nil and maybe even added a fourth in the second half, would that have been more of a more victory? Whereas, will they feel a bit galvanized for for having almost pulled it back? Uh, I don't know because they didn't seem they didn't even when they made a three two. You normally see a team kind of not that they didn't pick up, but you know you you, you normally see a bit of a they still look tired. Yeah, yeah. They were lumping and they had. Sterling's had a tame finish and they had two deflected shots go over the bar. Uh, it was it was more drama than it should have been from our end, but um, yeah, they uh, it, was, it was a poor. And to be honest, we we gave up a few poor because we the first their first is we give it up give it away cheaply and Thiago again. Even though I thought he was man the match probably on Saturday, like between him, Manny and Diaz, uh, he like just like needlessly kind of presses someone he gambles but, a lot yeah he, yeah he, and that's it and that's why he's like that's why he kind of sues system. but like this was a, kind of a crazy gamble to take where he just he pushed up onto someone that was wider and Fernandinho was like oh yeah here, here's this yeah. space man. and, and, and Fernandinho could barely walk but he just strode into it and he just he can still pick a good pass Fernandinho and he did and uh Jesus who seems to just love playing against us at the moment he uh turned well and Grealish Grealish did a thing and finish nicely, and then yeah, it was a good finish. It was, yeah. As soon as it went across to his left foot, I thought it was danger over. But um, yeah, uh, that was that was right after halftime. Pit like kind of like the league game where you flipped it, but at least that was just to instead of equalising, it was just a three-one. And then they had a couple of other chances, like uh, Van Dijk recovered really well against Jesus. Remember, he got played in on the right side, and he covered yeah. really well to like force him, uh, and then. Uh, gave it a, gave it away again sloppily again. This time with the centre backs completely split, so Grealish played Jesus in, and Allison makes that crucial save. And then uh, Mares, who never does anything against us, never scored against us, but he came on and Robertson looked fucking leggy. Yeah. <laughs> Robertson was Robertson was just trying to push him out of was trying to push him like that was all. Yeah. Uh, it was it was actually an unreal pass by Foden, who didn't who again didn't have a great game, but it was actually a crazy pass by Foden. Uh, kind of got underplayed. Like on the uh, on the other side. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Trent was rock solid all game. It was uh, the the most Trent did in attacking sense was the the two involvements for the, the second man goal. But now he was just rock solid at the back. But he had a pass from Foden uh, just around Van Dyke and Robertson and Maris scutters in, and I think I'm right in saying that's Bernardo's third goal against us, and all of them have been uh, consolations. Uh, don't want that yeah. Out any, any thing. Yeah, because he got, because he got that one, and he got uh, one in the the four three when uh, in seventeen eighteen, their first and only league loss of the season, I think it was, or yeah, it was their first anyway. When they looked like they were going to go invincible, and Pep's first title, and then he gets the consolation uh, when we beat them three one in nineteen twenty. So yeah, it's yeah, it's not it's yeah, I hate seeing him score of all people, but. It's nice that they're they're only consolations. Uh, he was he was another one actually on Saturday. He was uh, he was being ratty right from the off. He was I leaving it, it, isn't he? But I think I felt like it was especially because Fabinho fucking crunched him in the the pre like Oliver. I, I mentioned about Fernandinho not getting the yellow, but I thought Oliver just it was. I thought he was so poor the way he left Fernandinho off with early, but then he he killed Fabinho over. A foul where Jesus like kicked him, like Fabinho couldn't believe it, and uh, yeah, he could have booked Bernardo a lot earlier as well. Uh, and that's I was like, yeah, I think I want Anthony Taylor refing our case from now on because Anthony Taylor seems to be way way sounder. Even even Oliver, he was he played like it was like four minutes at a time and it went to like oh, ninety five yeah, plus. I was, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Blowing up your cunt. Uh, it was. After after us praising him to the high heavens before he he goes around and, and spits in her face like that. Uh, so yeah, Anthony Taylor for the Champions League final, please. Camp, there's there's a sentence you thought you'd never hear. Oh, oh Matthew Lahoz, could you imagine? Oh, which one is he? Is he the? He's the one Pep um, loves. He's is he the one like guy. he's he's tall, kind of balding? He, the one who sent him off at the Etihad. I think I know the guy, but I have to look up his face. Yeah, but... he's, um, he's 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 Hollywood. Oh, I, th- I think City. Hollywood. Yeah, I think City actually have like City fans know him by name, and don't they? Yeah, I think it's it's because he had he had murder with the one he was in. Um, 
Barcelona. Yeah. Well, he what's he called? As well. What's, it, what's well, his name? Lahoz. L a h o z. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he is bold. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's he, the he guy, has a yeah. proper busy attitude. Like, yeah, and he, he's big as well. He's like, he's he's like, he's taller than a lot of the players as well. I know the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah give me him. Yeah, he'd he'd be he'd be good crack as well. That, and that, that would be a laugh. And, and Spanish refs as well love blowing. I think it's actually all continental refs. Just English ones are the only ones who actually add on extra time on top yeah. of stoppage time if there's time wasting. So like, stoppage time is nowhere near as broken. Or sorry, time wasting is nowhere near as broken as it is in other leagues. But like, like the amount of times these Spanish refs just blow the final whistle on like eighty nine fifty six or something. Like they're just they 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 don't get paid overtime. Those they're getting <laughs> off first chance they get. But yeah, so he wouldn't have that crack with Lahoz now on on the weekend. But uh, yeah, we we saw it out in the end, and um, it's a great win for the FA Cup final against. Fucking Chelsea. There's there's a reward for us now, another game oh. against that shower. Um To be honest, I'm a bit more confident going into this one, I think. I don't know they're, why. Because they're flagging, do you think, as well? Um, but they'll have, they, I hope they have, have nothing to play this. for, though. This this is like literally their cup final. They have nothing else to play for. They're, they're not falling out of Champions League places and they got knocked out by Madrid, so... Um, yeah, I I don't know how easy it is to go from nothing to play for to everything to play for mode. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah, do. they'll um, be able, they'll be rested is the only thing. Whereas we'll be fucking. We're yeah, we're gonna have to rotate as much as possible. It's great that Klopp was able to do it against Benfica because I, um, I think we have a squad deep enough to handle with it. To handle oh yeah, it definitely. We like if, if anyone does, we do. But none this all the same. Like Salah's still probably gonna play way more minutes than he should and be even looking even more cooked than he is at the moment um, and that, that that kind of leads us into our I mean, with the say the schedule is relentless here's a week for you now fucking United on Tuesday oh, yeah, yeah. And Everton on the Saturday is it? Everton Sunday okay at least that's a bit more of a break but and then um, yeah you have a um, Champions League yeah, semi-final yeah and then uh, some other league game after that but yeah it'll uh it, it it's yeah it's it's kind of sick that we could still potentially do a Leverkusen of like being runner up in the the main cup as long as league, we wouldn't have Leverkusen to Manchester City directly like cause yeah. that, that was what was on the cards it was like I I mean I mean yeah but it's still not gonna be much better if yeah but that's the sick thing is that we could I'd say like our odds are probably we're most likely to win one trophy and it's probably most likely the FA Cup because it's one game but I'd say we're like more likely to win one trophy than none at this stage but it's just sick to think of all the the variables of how we could have absolutely everything or end it with just the League Cup. You know, or it's it is sick, like how how high stakes. I've I've I feel myself getting nauseous just talking about it. Um, but yeah, look, this is this is what you want as a football fan, even if you're dreading every fucking minute of it in some ways. Um, and nothing to nothing to strike a bit of irrational fear into you like a week against United and Everton, even if it's their two worst sides in. In I don't know how many years, uh, it's kind of like a mirror of eighteen nineteen when we we had I think we had them back to back and we drew with both of them when we felt like we should have been beating them and that ultimately was what did for us in the league. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they have as big a terrorist in charge either of them. I think United did United have Mourinho at the time. I think United. Yes, have Mourinho. yeah, they had Mourinho, and wait, did they? Uh, what was that game? That was because we'd beaten them. We'd beaten them early on in the season, the Shakiri game, and Which then got them sacked. So it was Solskjaer. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And it was a nil nil. Like, jeez, I can bear, I can't remember anything about that game other than I'm pretty sure it was a nil nil. Uh, I remember, I remember the Derby very well. The nil nil when Salah had a couple chances against Pickford uh, and couldn't take them, but. Yeah, it'll uh, United also as well. It looked like their season was completely finished, and inexplicably, North London have well, maybe it's not inexplicably because they are the two North London teams. They've found a way to fall over each other to 
allow United with a shot to get top four again. So, uh, C.R. Kelly got a fucking hat-trick against Norwich, found his level, and I think Tim Krul allowed him to score his first free kick in like half a decade or something. So, I think, um, I think that it's, um, it's going to be a week of Klopp just absolutely taking the piss out of quote-unquote occasions. Because I don't think we're going to see lineups too strong. I think he's probably going to use this week. Not to rest, because I think we'll see semi-strong teams, obviously. But to make sure that we can kind of rotate enough to go into Villarreal. Well, yeah, because the Everton, like traditionally, traditionally he always picks the derby against Everton to fucking rotate. You know, you'll... You'll get a, a wild Dominic Solanke will appear, you know, or I suppose in this season it'll be fucking could could like w- like you would not at all for one second rule out seeing Origi on at the weekend. Well, I mean uh, we'll get to we'll get to score predictions, but Josh has got Curtis Jones as his first goal scorer against Everton this weekend. Oh wow! So oh wow! It says all you need to know. Well, yeah, I suppose we can we can try and uh, Keita is gonna we assume rotate out for the United game, so that opens up uh, at least one of. Henderson, uh, Jones, probably not Milner. Um, and then Firmino will probably come in. Jada will probably come in. Uh, I've lost track of who started against. Yeah, Salah will probably. Yeah, like so I think I think I think Salah against Benfica, and like he still came on for half an hour. I don't know why. Um, I think we should see Semikas tomorrow against United. Um, as you said, Robertson looked pretty leggy, even though he didn't start in midweek. Yeah, either. yeah, he didn't start in midweek and, and by contrast Simicast was fucking great against Benfica. Yeah. Um yeah, I'd I'd never say no to Simicas uh in, in any game, even though Robertson he his season like it kinda of started at a bit of a low ebb. People were kinda of calling him out a lot and then I think he he did have like an absurdly good run. Yeah, like some some of his best football there in the middle of it, and bottom his middle finger up to the likes of me. Yeah, and then he's yeah he he she should be like because he he had COVID as well, didn't he? Did he? Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he, yeah, break, yeah, yeah, he had fucking COVID. So yeah, uh, Simicas and Simic. Do you know how many minutes Simicas has played this season? All competitions. I, I saw it the other day. He's got. Say, he's, he's probably got about a thousand. He's got nearly fifteen hundred. He's like fourteen fifty something. So he's been, and like only only a bit of a chunk of that was. Well, he was uh, starting some league games early in the season one. Yeah, well. and Robertson had the three game ban, and he's yeah. played. He's playing Champions League. So across the four competitions, he's actually been getting good reps, and it's been great because we've said before that he's like, out of everyone at the club, he's like probably far too good to be a backup. In that he is a pure backup, you know. Whereas like at least the midfield and the forwards rotate the. The centre halves, there's always game time there. Gomez is probably the other one as well. Gomez is like, and whenever Gomez is played, you're like, oh yeah, he is still like really good player. Um, but like, yeah, like it, it's been good for him at least after he got so little time last season, despite the team being fucked. Um, yeah, so I yeah, Simicas throw him in any any of the league games in the running. I, I'd be I'd be completely fine with that. Um, is he's just an absolute dream, really, isn't he? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a proper to... proper super club luxury. Even though he was only, yeah, it's not, yeah. Like, it's not, it's not like we pepped it, and you know he's a Off fifty million, a... he's a fifty right. million backup left back who's actually in in jail at the moment. Um, you know he's uh he costs twelve or sixteen something like that, and Robertson costs eight. So, but like yeah, just the two insanely good options to have. Um, and yeah, so yeah, so I suppose you could throw him in. Matt may well come back in with the job sharing that he's doing with. Konate, but like, yeah, Konate, you'd you'd back him in every game from now on, and if he doesn't have any of the durability issues that Matip has, like I'm number one Matip super fan. But I mean, you, you never know. You could see Konate Matip like we did for the yeah, yeah against Benfica. Benfica. I, I'd say that could be Van Dijk's rest for the season as well, though. I'd say that. I'd well, say yeah, he... I, I do think Van Dijk. I mean, it's fucking hilarious. You know when Van Dijk's on the bench, like it's so funny. He he slams out. With a fucking yeah. with a big coat on, kicking the ball around at half time, like <laughs> like, like he know what he's not getting off. Like, yeah, like and, and even even even, like even if he does, even if he does, he has like he might have to do one or two sprints in a game. Yeah, and like he he is literally Mister Fucking Cruise Control. I think Allison probably <laughs> Allison probably gets more of a workout on average than he does, just because 
Alison will inevitably have to save a shot from giving it away like crazily or whatever. But uh, yeah, Van Dyke is, and that's the cool thing about Van Dyke is even if his pace will go. I, I always said it from the time we signed him, like, and now his pace is like this ridiculous X factor that he has. But even if that went tomorrow, you've still basically got Sammy Hupia. You know, like that, that that's what he is. He'll just win everything in the air. He'll command the area. Uh he 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 leads the he leads the back line and all that. So I mean I think yeah. we play a high line to the point, like don't get me wrong, he did get called into making a recovery run against Jesus this weekend. But it's like if 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 the line's beaten, the line's beaten, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like... And yeah, that's the thing, you still have Allison uh, back there. Like Leary making saves, it's not it it, sh- it shouldn't be a tactic to rely like on your goalkeeper. The in the world, is it? You know what I mean? Like no, and, and you've got a quick one of them that is, you know, pretty yeah, quick. yeah, and uh, like Matip's, Matip's like one edge right now over Konate because I even think Konate's distribution is like quite good. Like I, that was the most shocking thing was how good he was. Like he'll occasionally have to carry and dribble, not as prolific as Matip. Like Matip's stuff is kind of legendary at this stage for his his like genuine. They're not just like funny; they're actually like really effective and good when he does carry it. But um, I think the last league game Canate started was it. It was a, it was a home game, fairly recently. I'll check it. Forget you, it. You, you you saw him, did you then? Forget it was against, but there was kind of like acres of space for him to run into. West Ham. It, 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 it might have been West Ham. It was like, go on, like move into it, like just attract someone, get somebody to move in towards you, open up a bit of space in their midfield and. He does it now and again. I don't know whether it's a confidence thing. Maybe. He, oh yeah, no, because I've seen him do it enough times to know that he's. Yeah, capable. he's done it. Yeah, yeah. It's just, um, it's just like he's having to adapt to so many things that, like, uh, that's that's kind of like the cherry on top as a defender is having like. I mean, Matt, Matt weren't too prolific with it, was he? It was more as passing, like he 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 was when just he first lazy joined. Balling. Yeah, he was just lazy yeah. through the lines. Yeah, um, he's dribbled. It should almost become the specialized role though, because Van Dyke, like, doesn't ever. And it's actually like Van Dyke never attempts it, so people don't know that he can't do it. But Van Dyke actually doesn't. And like to be fair, it's not like you should have to be able to dribble as a fucking defender. You know, I know it's modern football, but Matip is the exception because he used to be a midfielder. Um, I mean, he used to be a dribbling. But that that should be like the specialized role if you're playing right center half alongside Van Dyke. You should be responsible for yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Progressing, progressing the ball with passes between the lines and carrying it because Gomez can do it and, mm. and Matip can do it. So like like yeah, that should be like Konate's thing where this other guy to your left, he's gonna sit deeper and his way of progressing the ball is big fucking because he's because he's the right footer playing on the left, he can open up the body and fucking fire it out to Salah and Trent. But yeah, your your like your role especially in uh I was gonna say against smaller teams, but like it's important against big teams as well who actually press you. You need to be able to be be able to beat the press on your own. So, well, that's what um, he did. Go at Leipzig as well. Obviously, he had the license to do that in a three. Um, oh yeah, who was their third uh, center half? Did him up Meccano? Who's the third him, one? Meccano, um, they had Willie Orban and um, Michiali played there sometimes. They had, they, they have a, it was pretty interchangeable to be honest. Yeah, uh, Michiali played on the right side of. Um, yeah, well, wing back as well, quite a bit. Yeah, he does look like this fucking. Now prototypical fizzy drink FC academy player, yeah. You know, like yeah. Kata and Mane, where he's just like, just really good. Like game well, intelligence can play, well, um, can play a few different roles, and is technically really good while being having good physical attributes as well. Well, what, 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 I don't want to turn this into like a fucking rebel podcast, but I, when he left, the the guy they replaced him in the Pamacano with was Joseph Vardiol, I think. That's oh yeah, name. yeah. He's already he was already he was already oh, getting man. bigger clubs, wasn't he? I, I've watched him at them, and he is hilarious. He's so fucking aggressive. He's like Lovren on like crack, but yeah. he's like he, he's like bigger. No, where Lovren wasn't like the biggest, but he was super aggressive, and he'd always yeah. get him. like this guy. He will just yeah, he's he's massive. He's huge. He caught the eye at the Euros playing left back. I remember. Yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, and he got he got as well uh, from Strasbourg. I think he was from. Um, he's another French. Uh, endless, the endless French conveyor. Yeah, yeah. Fucking uh, Will, William Saliba got a cap for them recently in a friendly. Yeah, I, uh, mean, I know. He can't, he can't get a game at Arsenal, but he's, he's. Uh, it is still Deschamps' disclaimer, but like, yeah, they're just insane. 
insane like depth that they that they have like especially at center half where Laporte couldn't get a game so he had to become Spanish you know. Well, and, it wouldn't uh, shock me if if Canate ends up going. I mean, I think Canate should probably be in the squad, but he probably doesn't oh, yeah. play enough to justify it, which is fine. But I I, I can see a world where Canate ends up represent Mali. Like, I think. That's... Yeah. Is is it is it hundred percent Mali is the bitter country? I am ninety nine percent certain it's Mali. Okay, yeah, because yeah, you your football manager you'd want to be. I just only ever learned that stuff from uh, transfer transfer market. I, th- I think it is Mali because I think Mali were looking at getting um uh, the name please for Everton. French guy Decore as well. Mm, oh yeah, yeah. They've always had they've always had so many good players as well though Mali who could have gone either way. Uh obviously they had Momo Sissoko. Uh admittedly I do always get Mali and uh Guinea for some Guinea. reason. Yeah, they have the it is 100% flag. Mali. I've just checked. Yeah, they've the opposite flag. No, the only the, I feel like Guinea have never had many they literally the only ones I know who could play for Guinea are Keita and Pogba. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I know there's probably a few more, but <laughs> but like Mali have had like I've always had lads who uh, I I think Moussa Soko was not. I was just gonna. I was gonna. Momo Soko was Mali. Wasn't Momo, no, Momo Soko. I was wondering whether Musa was. Well, I know Musa's like French legend at this stage because Deschamps must have given him like a hundred caps or something <laughs> at this stage. But um, yeah, uh, but yeah, no, they've always had like. I mean, I'm fairly saying. It... Canate, um, captain France at the under twenty one, was it Euros or World Cup recently? Yeah, it was him or up McCano was the captain because you you get them mixed up because they were the two Leipzig lads. But um, yeah, one of them, no, because one of them was the captain and the other one scored in a game. Like everyone, everyone seemed to be watching at the time because either we had just signed them or we were getting linked to him very heavily. But um, yeah, they'll always. Yeah, I know it'd be interesting to see. I I, I was going to look up the latest French squad, and I was like, no, nah, this is too much for Munda. Uh, either way, you can rest assured. I'm sure they'll have prolific fucking. You can uh, yeah, you can, you can rest assured that Deschamps will have Deschamps will have them very much less than in some of their parts. Um, that that's one thing that'll be for certain. No matter how obscenely talented the squad is, he will he will put out a team that is less than parts, and and probably still win a tournament because you can put out uh. A functional French team with all those great players and still going to be very high level, but um, yeah, that's that's uh, French football news for today. Um, I think we just about finished predicting what will happen. We, I, I suppose, with predicting the team against United. Uh, so scores. Um, I'm I'm more confident against United than I am Everton. Funnily yeah. Enough. They're both still. It's it's annoying that they're both. This is like their most terrible team in, who knows how long, and yet they both still have something to, to fight for, um. But I suppose that I like trying to, fuck up the title challenge would be enough to get their crowd up. It's a, they're both home games actually, which is at least that's the, that's the only nice thing. in in, in eighteen nineteen, it was the two away games that did us in, and of course yeah. they were they, they were well up for just. Their home crowd was just well up for the prospect of like fucking us up in the title challenge. So at least, uh, at least two home games, like there should be nothing holding the crowd back, our crowd back on Tuesday and the and the weekend. So, um, yeah, it's, there's nothing else interesting going on with United. Is there? They're just kind of crap. Uh, Maguire is still. I think at the weekend, did you see? Did you see he caught Pogbet in the head with the boot. Oh yeah, I didn't. Pogba was Pogba was fucking. Pogba. I don't know if Pogba was specifically angry at him or it was just the pain, but Pogba was fucking thumping the ground. Pogba, who we should say, went off to the the chant of like "fuck off United," and he was cupping his ears to the fans. Or, or, sorry, they're saying "fuck off Pogba." He was cupping his ears. He's like on full Jacka over there, just and there was like reports that the squad were furious because he was going to be made their highest paid player. I'm like. <laughs> Everything is terrible. Like the best thing would be to probably let him go at this stage, but like, yeah, what a what a transfer that's been. It's just um, like if you look at like the absolute dumb stuff I is that are the Arsenal and and the United squads. It's fucking no these intangibles that like people just kind of dismiss. On, on, yeah, on football Twitter nowadays, like it, it, oh, yeah, these things don't matter. Mentality, like, mentality, yeah. and stuff like the thing that. that. Like this Liverpool squad has in fucking buckets. Like. It's like you're looking at Arsenal's club captain coming out and talking about like he wants to play in the Champions League again because he misses it and ahead that, of wait, a potential who, who, move. 
Who is their captain? Lacazette. Lacazette, yeah. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> and then hey, you've got Pogba with this. It's just it's an auto dumpster fire. Like, and like and, and their and United's club captain is like having the the longest PR disaster known to man, like like, uh, I mean, does anybody like even is, know what happened not... with this with this case in Greece yet? Like, has <laughs> he got to go back no. to Greece? Actually, I think, yeah, I don't even know. I don't. I'd I'd say so. I'd say he's rich uh, enough to think, yeah. to get away with that. But yeah, uh, COVID, that like, of... like 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 their club captain is Harry Maguire, and their club captain this season got cheered as he was subbed in a crucial game as they were chasing as they were trying to stay in the Champions League against and Atletico Madrid. Like Cristiano Ronaldo, who's an absolute cancer. Yeah, uh, and their manager's like a dead duck, you know, because that was the thing was that he was going to move upstairs. Like, the, I think Ten Hag is all but confirmed now, but now reports of like, oh, Hassan Hoodle, or sorry, not Hassan Hoodle, fucking the other Ralph uh, Rangnick. Uh, they're like, it's like, oh yeah, he's moving upstairs, but he's actually not going to have much of a hands-on role. Yeah, he's, he's going to be working a few days a week, isn't he? Something like that. Oh, uh, like, yeah, it's... Uh... And and yeah, it's what and we and we won't spend too long on United, but it was funny how like all their fans were gagging for Ten Hag, and then all the players and seemingly the pundits wanted Pochettino, and I was like, I'm actually siding with the players and the pundits on this. One. I think Pochettino, whatever about, I think he can't like he didn't win the league with PSG. He is going to win it this season, but like PSG is just such a fucking basket case. Like I know Tuchel did the best out of them, got them to a final, and. You know, like, with, with with Pochettino, right? Remember when we got Klopp? The, the one, I mean, don't get me wrong, Klopp was obviously. I, I, he won stuff. Yeah, but I think people forget how low his stock was. Oh yeah, when he left Dortmund, like his stock, there was a lot of questions being asked of Klopp when he left. They had the ridiculous injury crisis and XG, like yeah, uh, yeah. that like had them in the relegation zone, and then he he pulled it back second half as everything kind of regressed to the mean, but. Yeah, no, there there was. I think people knew as well, though, wasn't it? I don't know how early on into his reign was, and Ferguson came out and said that like, Klopp worried him. Uh, yeah, I want, I want, because I, I think people knew as well, though, that we had like, there, there was like, a, a, like even if he was, uh, you won't call him a rough diamond, but like, yeah, you're right. The stock had lowered uh, when we got him, as opposed to if we had signed him off the back of winning the two league titles and oh, getting it, the Champions it, League final. To be honest, though, it, not that it was. Yeah, you're, you're right. It's not a rough diamond, but I, I think that the the structure that the club have put around them has certainly made him a better manager, um, a lot more than our fans are probably willing to accept. To be honest, um, but with, with Pochettino and, and as similarly with Klopp, as you said, he did have that record. He 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 had a record at top level of consistency, like consistent success. And I don't know. Ten Hag also has that, don't get me wrong, but... Ten Hag is such a, a leap. It's such a leap, though. Like, it, it, it... Ajax is, is the top of the food chain in, in in Holland, whereas Dortmund went top of the food chain in, in mm. Germany when, um, when when Klopp took over and, and he built them to a point that they were sustainably towards the top of that food chain. Same has happened with Pochettino at, at, at Tottenham. You uh, don't get me wrong; he didn't win the cup, but you honestly he, he think got, he got Spurs to a fucking Champions League final? Champions League final, Champions Spurs. League every season. Nearly won the Premier League. Like, come on! Yeah, like, like it's a bit like the Simeone thing at Atletico because, like, his stock is kind of low because he he's perceived to have them playing below what they're probably rightfully. You know, he, oh, he has the players where he's a fucking terrorist as well. That, that, oh, Oh yeah, but like you know, like Simeone is like, oh, he could be doing better with his with the players that he has, you know. Even though he did just win the league, yeah. and he, he could have pushed any more. But I'm old enough to remember at, at Atletico pre Simeone, and they oh, yeah, were yeah. they yeah. were fucking meme FC. Yeah, like he, th- there was no top three. There was no. There, it was always the big two, always and forever. And he fucking not only did he win, he got them two Champions League finals, and he won a couple of league titles. You have to remember what as Spurs were the last season. Like, yeah, yeah, you have to remember what Spurs were. Like, I know Redknapp kind of elevated them to never before seen levels, but even that was only qualifying for the Champions League, getting to the knockout stages, and getting a couple of top four. Pochettino had them almost win the league, a Champions League final. You know, like that was it was I mean, like a serious job. You're a bit older than I am, but I mean, when when I was a kid, I always used to see 
Tottenham as this like kind of Aston Villa stature kind of club. I don't in terms know of it... size, yeah, except Villa had like the European Cups. And... Well, yeah, but like they, they were around the same place in the league big as well. Weren't they? Always had at, a big fan base, time. yeah. Um, and then to take them from that, you look at, I mean, you just look at where Villa went compared mm. to Tottenham. I don't get me wrong, that wasn't all, obviously, as you said, Redna. Randy Lerner, remember him? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, do you really think that they would be at the point they are now to appoint a manager like Antonio Conte have this big, massive stadium? Well, to be part of the big six, even that in itself is like something, you know, I know they've had, yeah, yeah. They, have, they have a big fan base, but... Uh, they invite to the Super League, like, there's absolutely no chance. Yeah, that was so fun. The, the idea of them in the Super League was funny in itself, but... Um, like, if you want to know what, like, people within the game think of fucking Spurs, like, there's the classic lads, it's Tottenham. Like, you know, that's, <laughs> like, that's, like, something that, like, you know, Ferguson, like, lads at the highest level of the game believe. The Lampard, do you ever hear what Lampard said about them? No. Uh, Lampard did the... I just saw a clip of it. He did the... Nev, Gary Neville does, like, the 30 questions, or, you know, he does oh, a lot yeah. of rapid fire them. And Lampard said he joined Chelsea, uh, and he joined them in the mid-2000s. Um, he said when he joined them... They called, and like, you know, that was before, like, because when Lampard was there, they never, ever lost the Spurs. Like, you know, they just beat them every year for like, yeah. until like, until like 2009, like nine years before Lampard was there, before they ever lost. But Lampard said when he joined, he was just like, he just casually said it, but the way it's like, could you just casually bury a football club? He's like, oh yeah, white, it was White Hart Lane. And of course the, the lads used to call it Three Point Lane. You know, it's like, that's kind of where Spurs' standing was in like at, at manager and player level you know that's what the entire league thought of them and yeah to get to bring it back to what Pochettino how he elevated them um yeah I think I, I can't believe that it, it almost seems like that the the board chose to go for Ten Hag because the players oh it's almost like the players continue as well I think Gary Neville did a poll on Twitter and it was 70% Ten Hag that was yeah that was it which Not... is and I know I probably voted Ten Hag to like just kind of poison the waters, you know. There's probably a few of us doing that, but even still, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, Ten Hag. I, I see more downside than upside, really. Like maybe he is a really good tactical coach, and like what he did with, he kind of it blew up against Benfica, and then like when it looked like that they were going to be set for they another lost this weekend to PSV as well. In the yeah, they somehow final. made a title race when they, they were didn't they win a game like fourteen nil or something crazy yeah, this season? Something like that, yeah, yeah. They've um I managed to pull up yeah they've they're somehow in it in a title race when it should be like a, a one team league. Um, that's that's probably the that that's probably the difference between the two. Uh, Pochettino again Tottenham were in a fairly decent position when he took over. Don't get me wrong, but he he built them to even more and and bigger than they were. Um, Ajax, don't get me wrong, Ten Hag, he did really well in the Champions League to get them to a semi final, but. That was also with a fairly very good group of players. Uh, yeah, you know, and Poch, Poch as well. I suppose he had to develop them the same way that Poch did Kane, yeah. and Ali and Son. You know, but like, it, it, if good, you look good, at good young core, like you, you look at the Licht and 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 the young and all these players. You know, these all went to super clubs immediately after that. Um, none, yeah, none of them have kicked on. None of them are kicked on, but that was kind of, that's kind of like Juve and Barcelona at the worst imaginable time. Yeah, you that, could that go was, to Juve Barcelona. That was that was the Klopp thing as well, wasn't it? All the Dortmund players, none of them. Mm. Aubameyang did for a bit at Arsenal, but like all of them looked like, and I suppose that's it's that can happen with like lots of things where you know it just it works for you at one club and it doesn't at another. But yeah, it'll yeah Ten Hag. Let's just enjoy the end of the the Rangnick days, anyways. It'll. Hopefully we just fucking hammered them. We have scored nine goals against them in the last two games, so maintain that average and be fucking happy days. Oh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sure Pochettino probably, if Klopp does leave in 2024 and Pochettino's still kind of in limbo, I'm sure he'll be mentioned with the Liverpool job. I would have been happy with him getting a Liverpool job, but I think yeah. there been, there's been some murmurs coming out of Tottenham about um, power... Bring up. Power... Um, Imbalances and stuff like that, and him well, Conte's only got, yeah, Conte will only have twelve months left. He's only on this eighteen-month contract, so who would be like? Oh, he's, yeah. That was kind um, of smart of him to. He could still end up going. Not that he could not burn a contract anyway, but yeah, Pochettino. Um, the only thing I'd question with him is like, 
and it'd be big and perfect for us would be uh he'd have to accept uh, to be part of our structure if he does that fine yeah because well, like because he he was the guy i think he pushed for signing moose Sissoko for like 30 million and like mm. okay he was like a fine he, he did like a fine job like he you know he filled in and stuff but, but you like know, if just... we listen to club with the likes of julian brandt and yeah. uh, mario goethe and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. then we wouldn't be in the position we are today so it's like he's, you've got to be willing to put your ego to one side i think as a manager if you're going to yeah, and that's that's Klopp's great underrated thing is that he's actually he is a manager. Uh, it's unbelievable. He, like, like, like to, he, he likes to think of himself as a coach, but the way he like delegates, it's kind of Ferg's so best. He, he, he brings in experts from every field, yeah. and I, I know they do that at all clubs, but like it seems like he's particularly open minded and always looking for the edge. And so, I like that was kind of like the Ferguson thing where Ferguson would try really outside the box things always looking for marginal gains things like that so I, I even like it looks like he's he, he's happy to defer to his coaches on playing style as well you know he's he is the what was his role in the there's the Kravitz is the brain or no uh, Buvac is the brain, brain Kravitz is the eyes and yeah like Klopp's the heart and that is irreplaceable in, in that way you know like that emotional aspect of it especially how you remember he spent the first year and a half like just fighting the crowd the whole time stop being such moaning cunts like that was his like like that was like his his one man crusade to take on tens of thousands of people every weekend to stop like yeah, fucking moaning but you, you'll, you'll hear it from like you, you know the, the the stats guys and 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 they'll say that these clubs take on thousands of pounds worth of of stats um advisors and and stuff like this and and they'll come out and say oh yeah look at this partnership deal that we signed barcelona are the worst for it barcelona have a fucking a yearly um conference at the new camp every year and they don't really listen to the analytics guys i mean you can you can bring these people in as much as you want but you've got to listen to them and mm. I, I think that's one thing that clubs particularly good at but uh, anyway less on yeah okay. po- pochettino in <laughs> that's... yeah pochettino in potentially united's losses are game there you go yeah. <laughs> um yeah. but yeah anyway yeah. moving on to the predictions predict- i guess yeah predict against united um i will go 3-0, and I will go Salah. Goal scorer. Yeah, it'd be good for him to get back among them. Um, I'll also say 3... I was going to say... I'll say 3-1. Uh, and Mr. Slotta, he, like, he, I feel like... I feel like there's no way he doesn't get a goal on Tuesday. Jota, at some stage, he just... He'll... Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll ghost into some space vacated by Harry Maguire. No, we we haven't talked about the Everton game too much. I don't think there's much to say other than I hope it's not them that cost us it. Um, but what would your prediction be for that one? Yeah, pressure's back on them now with Burnley. Uh, actually, no, mm. Burnley only got a point yesterday. They oh, almost I think won. Burnley, if Burnley win um, this, uh, I think this week. They've played, I'm looking at it now, Burnley have played 31 games, 25 points. Everton played 30 games, 28 points, and they have the same goal difference. So all it takes is one Burnley win, you know? Mm, um, yeah. yeah, Everton, we should be. like, we, we did that thing that we've been doing all season where we let them back into it at, at Goodison, you know? Uh, you know, we destroyed them first half and then somehow went in 2-1, only 2-1 up. Um, yeah, and like Lampard's, I feel like Lampard's, style as well and uh, it's it, it could be it could be a fucking proper hammering just with the way he sets his teams up you know um they yeah he's kind of rogers-esque rogers at his worst do you know what what time's the kickoff against Devon? i actually think I that funny feel it's half four it's half four. Oh, is it oh, it's, um, yeah um uh, yeah, Liverpool is half four. Yeah, I think I'll go uh, two nil. Um, and I will go. Hmm, yeah, will I go for that one? Ooh, I actually don't know. Three nil, Origi. Two nil, Mane. Yeah. Two nil, Mane. He's been cash yeah. money for me lately. Yeah, and um. It is like the thing is as well. Um, I think if we, yeah, if we fail to win a single game, it is probably game over in the league. Unfortunately, like, yeah, 
the, the city side are probably more likely to drop points than some of their previous incarnations. Just they can have those ninety long minutes of suffer ball where they don't give the opposition a sniff, but they're too they're not as potent as they used to be. You know, back in the Silva De Bruyne as the eight days. Mm. Um, but yeah, they've. Yeah, we're we, yeah we need to win every game. So well, Alana's we... probably in the streets anyway for Brighton this week. Seen that, so. seen that. Yeah, it's actually it's actually a disaster the the scheduling this week. because uh, it's fucking on the we play on the Tuesday. That's the only game. On the Wednesday, you've got Chelsea, Arsenal, Everton, Leicester, and City, Brighton. All of which would be like in their own ways a good watch. Mm. And then somehow all those games are on the, on on Wednesday at the same time. One of them staggered by like fifteen minutes, and then the only game on fucking Thursday is Burnley Southampton, which I guess there is something at stake there. But like, oh. there could have been a better better plan there. That's I think. Enough. Yeah, the, so the, cool. that's that's a that was a botch job. Fucking. Okay, uh, what's the name? What what's the new manager's name? Fucking Michael Jackson Sufferball. Yeah. Yeah. Burnley, are you okay? Are you okay, Burnley? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, it's the time of the year now where it's just non-stop high-stakes football, and uh, yeah, nice, nice to be in the running for everything. Oh yeah, well, it's been an emotional week. It's going to be another emotional week. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, well, I don't know, not not necessarily hopefully, but potentially you'll be with us next week. Josh yeah. will be back anyway. Yeah, if 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 I'm not, I've gone to a a better, more uh, loving, but. Also, more terrifying place. So yeah, I'll, uh, right. I'll 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 check in one way or another. Well, as ever, thanks for listening. Um, if you could please leave us a rating um on whatever podcast service you listen to us on. If you could also subscribe, that also helps a lot with getting us out there to other people to hear our absolute ramblings and hopefully one day get the shame that NFT sponsorship he so desires and that isn't a, a Nabby Fabinho Thiago sponsorship that is a good old crypto.com sponsorship which could be on our kit next season hmm mm. um and yeah knows. thanks for listening <laughs> see you next week all the best <laughs>